John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltika, Ed. John, it's the High Game Podcast. It is once again the High Game Podcast. John, we talk exclusively about guitars. Guitars. And basses, ukuleles, amps. Yes. Guitar, pedals. Mandolins. Sure, that kind of stuff. Yes. Where are we recording from? Beautiful West Seattle, Ed. It is beautiful West Seattle. It's a Sunday again, which is our recording day. I might run up to the West Seattle Farmer's Market maybe grab some lettuce or something yeah on this crisp fall day love it we passed the daylight savings fall back thing yeah recently i don't even know what day it hit my clocks all kind of auto adjust all of a sudden it's three o'clock and it's dark out oh yeah that's how far north we right. are isn't there talk of like we should just stop it there is a bill yeah winding its way through congress okay apparently is stalled yeah word on the street is that thing will never pass why is that i always understood it as an agricultural thing you always hear so many weird arguments oh you know there's going to be more car crashes if you do that or kids grades are going to get worse yeah i hate it is it arizona already does it standard time that's it that's what you get oh really i think Arizona is a pretty firmly blue state. It is now. <laughs> like, that's the first step.
Once you do away with daylight savings time, it's all Democrats. Ed? Yeah. I've got here a guitar. It has a flower kind of shape to it. Yeah. In a weird way. The pickguard on it reminds me a bit of Music Man. Yeah, it does yeah. look like that. Like teardrop shape. It's a tokai. It's red. Yeah, it's red. A humbucker and two single coils. HSS. Yes, pickup selector switch, five-way. Five-way. Volume tone. That's all there is to that. Beverages. Beverages, Ed, yes. Yeah. Today, I've got a Thunder Road pint glass from our good friends over there at Thunder Road Guitars. Thunderroadguitars.com? That's the place. Uncle Frank and the boys gave us a couple of these pint glasses, and I filled this one with some H2O. Some of the best water you've ever had. Yeah? We're here in the great Pacific Northwest. Yes. The water quality is pretty good. Pacific Northwest? Great tap water. Yeah. And then if you're me, yeah, you put a filter uh-huh. under the sink. Oh, my God. And you've got some clean-ass, tasty water. <laughs> clean-ass water. Yeah. You got the coffee, too. In a crow mug. What do you got? Same deal. I've got coffee again. Yeah. And Spindrift water. Yeah. This particular flavor is grapefruit. That's what you had last week, right? Yeah. And I love their slogan. Yep, that's it. <laughs> You on Twitter? Am I on Twitter? Yeah. Not too much. Okay. I got to tell you, since Musk took over Twitter, Uh the quality of it has increased like tenfold. It is amazing. (laughs) Every decision that guy makes, people just annihilate him. And it is so good. I'm just over here with my popcorn and Musk is in his room that's on fire. We'll just charge everybody for that verified check mark. The official verified Eli Lilly account. Insulin is free. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you cannot underestimate the power of a young troll, of a person who grew up on the internet, their ability to fuck with the olds. Yeah. You're probably wondering what this effect is I went through, Ed. Yeah. This is a company called Champion Lecky. I saw that there's a different color pedal on your board, but I didn't go look at it. This pedal is called the Woozy. It's got rad art on it. Yeah, it's got a skeleton guy in a boat. I'm into it. It's got blue underwear on the box. With lightning bolts. Yeah, lightning bolt underwears. Yeah. It's basically chorus, vibrato, and spangly sounds, they say. Pitch-shifting nonsense and haunting reverb, warped tape delay weirdness. That kind of lo-fi modulation stuff is very in vogue right now. This one has three sections. One that's volume and mix. Yeah. One section that's about setting a time and feedback. For sure. And the third one is modulation. Can you hit me with a weirdie? Like the weirdest setting? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Can you turn the reverb off? 
Oh. Yes. That's rad. What do you know about Tokai, Ed? I feel like I know zero specifics, but I have a broad impression in my brain of less expensive, mass-produced, lower-quality import guitar. That might have been the initial impression, like so many other companies of the time especially in the 70s, where the copy game was the thing. Yep. As soon as you see somebody copying one of the well-known brands, I think most people reason out that it's going to be less quality than that brand. Yeah. But in the case of Tokai, they were, well, are extremely skilled. That company is still family-owned. So they have a plant in Japan? Japan. They started in 1947 as the Tokai Musical Instrument Research Company. Post-World War II, Marshall Plan, communism is growing, and we're going to soon be at war with Korea and Vietnam. So we're like trying to keep a good relationship with Japan. U.S. is dumping money into Japan to help rebuild what we knocked down with a couple of A-bombs. Yeah. So they started pretty humbly with harmonicas and accordions and things of that nature. Like everyone. It wouldn't be until about the mid-60s that they began making acoustic guitars. Okay. Mid to late 60s, they added electric guitars to that mix. And this is where they first start getting kind of a foothold. You know the Moserites that we all love? Love them. They wanted to do a Moserite-style guitar, but the designers at Tokai didn't feel that the Moserite shape was extreme enough. (laughs) Okay. So imagine that kind of Moserite shape. Yep. And just exaggerate everything about it. Love it. If you want to see one, type in Tokai Hummingbird. Oh, that's cool. Isn't it? They made it all pointy, but like way before the pointy game was a thing. Yeah. All indications are at that point, late 60s, the build quality was on point. For sure. This hummingbird is rad. Isn't it great? Late 1970. Yeah. I guess they didn't get much of a toehold with the electrics and they stopped making electrics all up. Oh. But that's okay. They'll be back. Okay, yeah. What do they do in the meantime? They contract with Martin to make Sigma acoustic guitars. Maybe that's why the Tokai sticks in my brain a little bit. That's just another indicator that these guys knew how to build if they were able to score a contract with Martin for something that Martin felt would be acceptable. Right. They were shipping them mostly assembled over to Martin, and Martin would finish them up and do the setups and all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. By 1973, I guess maybe they made enough money or just wanted to change direction again. Mm -hmm. They resumed electric production, but not the original designs. They were doing copies now. They're doing that. They had a couple of Gibsons, some Fenders, and even a bass. And so they did that for a while. I guess they got good enough at that that they were able to just cease the Sigma production for Martin around 75. That's a wild pivot. We're fairly sure it's not that Martin is... Yeah, we don't want you guys doing it anymore. I suppose I could also imagine that there would be a length to a contract. Yeah, Yeah. we'll build your guitars for three years. Right. They start designing 
electric copies in 76, not just the super knockoffs that they did when they started. And they start calling them different things. You can get a Les Paul that's called the Reborn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You could get a Les Paul that's called the Love Rock. Was there a logo on these guitars that said Tokai, but in the Gibson-y kind of font? Uh-huh. Yeah. You could get the breezy sound. That was like a telly. That was the name of the guitar? Yeah, the breezy sound. The breezy sound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. While they're doing all this weird stuff and all these copy things, their expertise seems to be growing. These guys are getting better and better and better at this. By the late 70s, they're like, okay, let's start developing our own thing. Yeah. So in 1982, the first one of these things comes out. Mm. This is a Talbot. Same year as Michael Jackson's Thriller. Ooh. Right? Don't do it, John. Don't do it. FYI for the viewers. Yes. John could, if he wanted to, play it for you. Let's just say that. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about our copyright issues. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So the Talbot, they come out completely new, original shape. That's what this is. The Talbot name, T-A-L-B-O, Ed? Yeah. It's a portmanteau. (laughs) So it's Talbot? Yeah. How was that constructed? Talbot. T is pretty easy. Tokai. Okay. A-L, aluminum. B-O, body. Is that an aluminum body? I know that's confusing. This one is not. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Because they did not only make aluminum bodies, but the majority of them are, in fact, aluminum bodies. They are cast aluminum. And if you take off this pick guard, it's going to be hollow in there. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have cast points where things get attached, like the pickups or the bridge. Sure. Huh. This one was made later. So all of those 80 ones are... Aluminum. Yeah. Turns out I would not have gotten that because I'm looking at this thing and not thinking it's aluminum. Yeah. They use an aluminum alloy for casting very similar to what's used in race cars because it's strong and won't easily crack. I can imagine if you've got a race car Mm -hmm. and you're driving around the track and your engine cracks because it's shitty metal. Yeah. That's maybe not good. Yeah. I don't know anything about cars, but... You probably want some industrial-grade materials when you're driving at 200 miles an hour. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yes. And if I'm playing guitar at 200 miles an hour, I want some industrial-grade materials Yes. in that guitar. That specific alloy? Yeah. It's called AC-4B. Oh, the best. Yeah. You know, uh, Twitter has no end of problems with fake verified accounts. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing that I think is hilarious. And one of the ones that's been around forever, (laughs) the Twitter Epcot account. Have you ever looked at that? Oh my God. You know, thousands of cases of diarrhea in the Epcot Center last week. Sorry. They look like they're from an actual Epcot account, right? So great. Epcot opened in 1982, John. Same year as this guitar. Speaking of things from the future, that's Epcot. It's a portmanteau. Experimental community of tomorrow. I don't get it. Where's the X, right? It's EP, Q, 
Community of Tomorrow, C-O-T. Yeah, if it was E-C-O-T, right, then E-C-O-T. it would just be an acronym. Right, but it's not. They put the P in there so it qualifies as a portmanteau. Right? Isn't that correct? Yeah. It's a futuristic park, like this guitar made out of aluminum. Yeah. Which is not made out of aluminum. Well, let's see what we got here. 1982. 1982. R.I.P. Walt Disney. We lost him. But he's in a cryo tank, right? Maybe just his head? Yeah, I think that's the deal. Bridge pickups, pretty nice. Yeah. This thing is scalloped in the back. Yeah. For easier access up there. It's weird. It's very Mose Wrighty Rickenbackery. Just in the back, though. German carve on the back. Yeah, which is weird. Why would they do that? That seems like that's more work. It's pretty spanky. Also known as the Blazing Fire, this Talbot. That's a great name. Yeah. Just like that telly would have been the breezy sound, (laughs) this is the Blazing Fire. What's the deal with the headstock up there where the tuners connect? Yeah, it's like instead of individual holes drilled for the tuning machines, it looks as if they just routed a channel. Yeah. Put all the tuning machines in and then put like a plate over them and then screwed them down. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that that's purely design, but maybe. You would think it would be engineering design, not aesthetic design. Right. On the headstock, it says Tokai. Mm-hmm. It says The Blazing Fire, mm-hmm. but it also says The New Legend of the Guitar History. I love that. I'm very into it. Hey, John, how does that guitar play? The neck seems maybe not shallower than like a C profile okay. for those in the know there, yeah. but maybe wider so it makes it feel shallower. Does it feel fast, I guess? Yeah. I wonder if this was trying to appeal to the shreddy market? I think so. Or I could see a ton of flock of seagulls type dudes playing this thing. In that kind of neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, they're not next door neighbors. Maybe like they live down the street. Yeah. Devo. Sure. Leaning into the weird. In 1999, this one is introduced Uh called the Woody. Because it's made out of wood. Is that why? Yeah. You might imagine Uh it's a piece of wood that they cut out in this shape. Yeah. Two pieces of wood cut out in this shape, each half the thickness. If you open them like a sandwich, they hollowed out each one. Chambered. And then put them back together. Yeah. That feels like a lot of engineering work. For why? Ed is playing the guitar right now. Plays pretty well, don't you think? Sure. I think Tokai did all of that stuff because they could. Sure. It's so wild that they put a German carve on the back that is a separate piece of wood. A lot of quality work went into this thing, and it was cheap, right? Well. Oh, shit. I walked into that one. Well, Ed, let's go back to the year this stuff was introduced. 1982, the year of Thriller. Sure, Thriller, yeah, come on. In Thriller dollars, <laughs> for the aluminum body one, oh. which is what it was in 1982, what are you paying for an aluminum-bodied Talbot? Uh, 
blazing fire. There's my initial gut that I think is too low. I think it's probably way too low. $189. Whoa, 650 bucks. Yeah, like what's that equate to though? It's about $2,000. Oh my God. I thought it was going to be too low, but I did not think it would be a $2,000 guitar. Yeah. Huh. I do not picture Tokai making premium big boy guitars. They still make the aluminum body one today. Yeah. And you can get it nickel plated. These aluminum body ones are sick. You can still get a Tokai Talbo, all aluminum. Uh huh. I wouldn't mind one of those. You gotta try it. Try and decide. Tokai Talbo, Blazing Fire. Woody, Blazing Fire Woody. This one's Woody. Yeah. Let's throw in there, you could have an aluminum one if you want. Well, let's do this one. Okay. Deny. Deny. Come on. Deny the wood one. Yeah. So now I have to ask. Yeah. Aluminum one. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. It would be really cool to get an electrical guitar company neck to throw on this thing, make it actually all aluminum. You can get these things for like 600 to 1000 bucks all day long. So it seems like with what Ed is seeing here on the reverbs yeah. and what we've described, if you want an aluminum one, score a good deal on an older one would be the way to go, maybe. Yeah. It sounds like you are saying buy. Buy on the aluminum, deny on the woody. What about you? I think I feel the same way. I yeah. think if I could find an old, maybe even beat up aluminum one, Yeah. that would be great. But the wood one, it plays great, so I don't have a problem with that. I'm just talking about taste here at this point. Right. We've established the buy or deny is, you know general i'm not going to be running out to buy one of these the blazing fire <laughs> you don't need a blazing fire i don't need a blazing fire i don't need one i hear you you know and soon they'll all hear you <laughs> what's the bush quote i don't know is that a bush quote well we're going to look into that for everybody yeah and we're going to take pictures of this <laughs> blazing fire while we do it sure <laughs> sure we should do that. <laughs> Where could people find this guitar if they were in the market for a wood, tulipy, fire-looking guitar? This one we borrowed from our good friends over there at Thunder Road Guitars. ThunderRoadGuitars.com? That is exactly the place. We switched that one, and it went fairly smoothly, fairly seamless. That was pretty smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a kind of professionalism and polish. People come to expect it yeah. from over here at the high gain. Yeah. That's how we got to be part of the ruinous media network of music and guitar-based podcast <laughs> network thing? Ah, nope. Do you mean, do you mean the Ruinous Media Network of Music-Related Podcasts? Oh my gosh, that is what I mean. Yeah. I think that's a great saying. I need to hear it a few more times. Old Joe over there? Yeah, Joe, Patrick, Chris. Yeah. The crew. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys for that. And sure. And we're at thehighgain.com. Yeah. And on all the socials. Don't forget to leave a review. Ooh, we like those. Don't forget to look for the High Gain Verified Twitter account. <laughs> If you find the verified high gain Twitter account, 
you will know it's not us. Yeah. That's the guy impersonating uh-huh. John and Ed. That's right. That's the verified one. Yeah. The unverified one, that's John and that's Ed. That's probably us. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that shit goes. Yeah, I ain't paying $8. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Good work, John. Yeah, you too, Ed. Okay, bye. All right, bye.